I've decided to have sex. <gasps> and here I am with no confetti. <laughs> so what made you drop your rule? Well, my three-month rule is just like the Constitution. It's a living, breathing framework. And you know I've never been a strict constructionist. Don't I have to say I'm impressed. Never expected you to be this calm about sleeping with a sex addict who's been with 300 women. Got it covered. Sean has been tested for everything under the sun, and he is clean as a whistle. A well-blown whistle. <laughs> y'all it's the new year happy new year a new us right it's the same old podcast it's the ones you're used to it's me and etsy it's Nettie and etsy it's hey. us welcome to oh hell yes and if you made it to 2021 then you're uh you're very lucky you're very blessed <laughs> so today we will be covering an episode called old dog uh it aired february 21st 2001 man Almost 20 years ago. And writers are Kim Collier, Marsha Gray Rubin, and David Silverman. So we got an awesome message on Twitter from a new listener, at J. Robinson Ross. And they say, hey, new subby here. I've been rewatching the series and thoroughly enjoy your podcast. I agree with your analysis of this episode. I think this was two weeks ago. Sorry for the late, uh, <laughs> the late reading, but uh, it was the episode, The Importance of Being mm-hmm. Frank. I thought the writer's red herrings about the identity of the actual cheater was quite effective. So uh, shout out to the new hey. subby at J. Robinson thank you, thank you, Ross. Any relation to Tracy? No relation to Tracy? If you are, let Tracy know that we love her. Yes. But if not, we uh, we appreciate you. Hey, Etsy, what'd you think of this episode? Um, I think that they they touched on some very important issues this episode. Yeah, it definitely moved things along. Um, it's not one of my favorites, but it moved the storyline along. Um, it did what it needed to do. So mm-hmm. that's that's one thing about this episode that is really good. And we got more of Sean and Joan being an acting ass couple. Sure. Goodness. <laughs> they extra. Very. So we're going to get into this episode and we open up. And once again, it's Sean and Joan. And uh, we've been starting out with Sean and Joan a lot yeah. for like the past few episodes. They mm. really want us to love them. So they're ending their night. Sean's making all these excuses about why he shouldn't go home yet or why he can't go home yet. Yeah, I should probably get going. Even though it's a long drive and it's getting late and I've been drinking wine, the roads are slippery and brake lights are out, my steering wheel keeps popping off. He's basically trying to find a reason to stay because, you know, he wants to go to at least second base here. Maybe third. Mm -hmm. This is a sex addict. (laughs) So he's... So. Yes. So he's saying that his car is all messed up. Joan's like, well, you can borrow my car. He's like, well, you know, I actually... My license, my license is all messed up, too. So she's like, okay. (laughs) She's like, "Um, well, then you can stay. And he's like, you mean stay, stay or stay, stay? stay?" Mm. Like, yeah. And he's, you know, he's trying to convince her to have sex with him, but she's not with it. Mm -hmm. And it's cute. But she reminds him about her three month rule. And he says, well, what does a brother get for a month and six days? Not a damn thing. 
Exactly. That doesn't equal three months to me. Gotcha. I, the math doesn't compute. But he he's a, he asked the question, and right before she answers, because I was expecting an answer, mm-hmm. you hear, ooh. Yeah. I was like, well, I want to know what he gets for a month and six days, too. But I guess we'll never know. Probably nothing. I mean, <laughs> we're going to find out. So after the credits, where are we? We are in the law firm. Uh, we see Joan and Maya. Maya comes in to Joan's office and she's talking about her wanting to have a baby. Mm-hmm. They're trying. They're trying. Her and Darnell. And it's not going it's not happening for her right now. And she's wondering why. So Joan advises her to get checked out. Along with Darnell. Yeah, and Maya's like, it ain't me because, you know, I ain't had a sick day in forever. I, those sick days, that's me going to uh, Disneyland. and <laughs> get my uh, hair done. So it ain't me. I just got to find a way to tell Darnell that it's possibly him and try to get him to a doctor. And she needs advice on how to do that because Joan, Joan doesn't even really, does she know how to talk to black men? So Does Joan is, know how to talk to anybody? <laughs> I don't Yeah, she's probably not the best person to go to for this. Um, <laughs> but she suggests that he just talk to him. I don't know. But the other thing that's going on is that Joan is thinking about, well, she decides to waive her three months, her three month rule to have sex with Sean. Mm-hmm. He's Couldn't she waiver. just have sex with him the night before when he was contemplating staying? Mm-hmm. If she was going to do it the next day. Right. I think she just needs some time to think about it. And get waxed and all that stuff. You know, you got to prepare. Wax, girl. You could just put some near on that motherfucker. Well, Nair is that chemical burn type stuff. Child, y'all soft. You put some Nair on there, leave it for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it burns. Oh, my bad. Y'all, disregard On that. my legs, okay, guys? On my legs. So I thought, well, I'm not putting it anywhere else. <laughs> disregard that. <laughs> Am I, I'm, what, should I leave that in? No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the, the listeners. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, no to Nair. I, I don't I don't trust that. I don't advise it at all. But do what you do. If you if you think that I'm a punk or whatever, <laughs> then go ahead and do your thing. But yep, she is thinking about dropping this rule. She will drop it. And while they're talking about the situation between Maya and Darnell, she mentions Maya mentions that she knows her schedule. She knows when she ovulates in uh, reference to her menstruation. And that's when William pops on into the office and acts like his ears were stabbed out with pencils. You know, and I always ovulate three weeks after I menstruate. Whoa! Whoa! William, all she said was menstruate. Just for the love of God, don't repeat it. Bad enough having to hear it once. You know, I'd like to think young ladies like yourselves would show a bit of decorum. After all, this is... My office. Right. And this is your door. So use it next time when you use words like, because men don't want to hear it. William out here acting like a 12-year-old boy. If he don't get his ass. Like, you're best friends with like three women, four women, (laughs) and you've never come across this conversation or this never come up. You never... I'm saying. like, Like, come on now. And you know what? Honestly, William... If it sucks to hear the word menstruate, try having a menstrual cycle and see how bad that is. Okay. How about it? You're lucky all you got to do is hear the word. Okay. You can leave the room. 
So he, he gives this whole speech about how, you know, you got to keep that conversation out the workplace and show some decorum. And Sir. he really talks down to women a lot. <laughs> you women, you women this. <laughs> Us men, you women. You're barely a man, William. I'll do ya. <laughs> I'll do ya. <laughs> so um, when he leaves, that's when they have the conversation about going to a doctor and all the... Uh, the Magic Mountain trips, or excuse me, Disneyland trips that Maya's been taking. <laughs> and she thinks it's Darnell because he works at baggage handling and she's afraid the x-ray machines have made him infertile. I mean. Which I guess. It's a concept. Sounds like a thing. Yeah. Joan doesn't give her the answer that she wants. So um, she's like, you never, you never have any kind of answers for me, even though I come up with insightful solutions for you. Mm. And Joan's like, yeah, except for the days that you're at Disneyland, right? <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that reminds me, by the way, <laughs> I'm coming down with something. I'm probably going to be sick next Thursday. I'm not feeling too well. And then it goes to the next scene. And so Joan's telling Lynn and Tony that, you know, she's going to break her three-month rule mm-hmm. for Sean. And they're just like, finally, like, I mean, moderate interest in that uh, issue, but finally. Right. And because they're like, fine. Like the three month rule is stupid anyway. Cool. <laughs> so I like how Jonah kins her three month rule to like the Constitution and it can be amended anytime. Mm-hmm. That was cute. It's good with the, the metaphors. And then they're like, kind of like, I think. Lynn mentions that he's kind of probably done it every kind of way with every every kind of girl. Uh, like, yeah, he, he don't fuck three hundred <laughs> bitches, Joan. Dude. Twins, buxom. I don't know, Child, all kinds of orgies. women. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god, multiples at once. Child, just nasty. Don't even know their. He said he didn't even know their names. Most because of them. it's like if you are think about like if you are a person that works full time and like and you fuck three hundred million three three hundred million. <laughs> 300 women yeah there had to be more than a few that was more than one person yeah yeah you're not um you're not some like rapper who just can like every day on every tour just fuck man bitches like rappers (laughs) athletes so yeah sean but she said that sean's been tested for everything under the sun so like he's clean as a whistle (laughs) a well-blown whistle tony says (laughs) which is well, yeah. And so, um, after having sex with 300 women, he's clean. Wow. That's talent. That's God. He must have <laughs> that's been praying. God, for real. Won't he do it? Because that's... <laughs> the Lord that's, is that's real. Rare, I feel like. <laughs> One of them says, so, like, he's probably really good at sex because he's done it so many times. Uh, nah. Uh, uh-uh. Nah. Because you, you, you got to think about the quality of women he was getting. Those 300 women, who knows if they even cared if he was good at sex. That's like, what I'm saying. He had no reason to up his game because he was dealing with low quality women. So he may not even be that good at it. He probably isn't. What's, what's the statistic where they said like only 25% of women consistently orgasm or something like that? <laughs> yeah, that's real out here in these streets. Then what's Shut the up? point? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, there you go. And Tony agrees. She's like, well, that's great. All you have to do then is fasten your seatbelt, nibble on the complimentary nuts, and enjoy your flight. <laughs> Basically inferring that he's going to do all the work. All you got to do is sit back and just enjoy it. Relax. Ah, I mean. <laughs> so Joan thinks uh, she's going to be out-experienced by Sean, 
because Sean has done it so many times with so many different women. And he's probably a pro, so she's very worried about that. Mm -hmm. And she wishes that she had the confidence that Tony and Lynn had. But the thing is with Lynn is Lynn studied mad hard to get where she is, (laughs) to become the woman that she is today. Lynn was out here. And she's like, you know, I read a book. She goes to her backpack and she pulls out the Kama Sutra. How the fuck she just has that with her? Lynn? Yeah, like why? Big ass book. (laughs) Just in case something pops off, you know? You want to try some different positions? You already got it with you. Okay, Lynn. But now you can just have that on your Kindle. Nowadays, you don't need to uh, right. carry a physical book around. That could be heavy. Right, some screenshots on your phone. Yeah. Favorite chapters. So they have all these different positions that they can do. Joan's not really with it because uh, she's not flexible. <laughs> she, she's like, you know what? My, my joints don't uh, exactly work this way. But they're on the couch and they're giggling. And we don't see any of the pictures. We just get like comments on like, oh, my leg can't bend that far back. Mm-hmm. Oh, where's his this? Where's his that? How can they do that? Mm-hmm. You, you've done this. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so we don't see anything, but uh, it's a funny scene of them giggling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Lynn's tried it all. And she has check marks and notes in the book next to the positions. Yes. So you know. Checklist. She has some go-tos. So tell me about Maya and Tony having lunch at 8.47. Maya and Tony is having lunch. Maya asked Tony to have lunch with her. She didn't want Joan there because Joan be doing the most, as always. And Mm -hmm. she's talking to Tony about her wanting to have kids and something is wrong. And then Tony is saying, well, you know, you need to get Darnell checked out. And she said that his sperm count is fine. So Tony is like, well, you know, do you want to get checked out? And Maya is saying, well, the GYN that I want to go to, they're all booked up or something like that. Did she say that? Yeah, all booked up until June. So this episode takes place in February. So that would be a good four four months before she can get an appointment with through her HMO. Mm -hmm. And Tony refers Maya to her GYN, who's, like, done celebrities like Halle Berry and Jada Pinkett. Like, okay, Tony, you out here. Yeah. And she also offers to pay. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, Tony? That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Antoinette Marie Child? Yeah, say the whole government. Wow. You're trying to really get your uh, your cool points back, Tony. I still don't like you, but you really trying. Ah, uh, Antoinette can never win with you girls. Ah, uh, <laughs> shout out to Tony being a good friend to Maya. That, you know, she did step it up from that moment in Girl Frenzy where she was treating Maya like crap, saying she'd never been to France and that, you know, correcting her grammar and episode one and all that stuff. This really does step it up in my mind uh, as a friend mm-hmm. between her and Maya. Because, you know, they're not as close because, you know, they ain't go to school Maya's together. more Joan's friend. Mm-hmm. So good for Tony. Good gesture, man. You you did that. <laughs> so while they're talking about the gynecologist, for some reason, Williams, Williams there. He's always there. But like, OK, so they didn't invite you. You're not sitting with your friends. You're just here. Maybe he's on a business lunch or something like that. But still, all she said was gynecologist. And then he went, he went crazy in public. And he like, sent back his food. People see you. <laughs> yeah. When she said ovaries, he was like, yo, take back my omelet. Yeah, take it back. 
But you a grown man in public. People seeing you react to the word gynecologist in public as a grown man. No one else did that. I'm pretty sure other people heard the conversation. No one else decided to act like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, William, William is a joke. And also, if I'm hungry, bitch, I ain't sending back a motherfucking thing. Like, what you talking about? <laughs> I guess it turned his stomach. So next, Sean and Joan are about to have sex. <laughs> and Joan is like, what was she doing? Was she like, she was like dancing or like slinking. I don't know what to call it, but it looked really awkward. Child, she was moving like a chicken. Like she was just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect way to describe it because I couldn't understand. I'm like, what is she doing? There was a lot of like neck and body. Yeah, and the shoulders. <laughs> like Joan, what in the world? And she's real, and she her eyes are getting wide, like while she's doing it. It's just a lot. (laughs) And and Sean's like smiling, like "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, if it's working for you, fine. You like it? I love it. (laughs) And he's like, all right, now come on over here. Let me. uh..." No, first off, he says, like, wait, did did you pull a muscle? (laughs) Because she's moving all weird. (laughs) And then she's like, no, I'm 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 trying to like be sexy. He's like, oh yeah, go go ahead, go ahead. And then all of a sudden he's like, yo, now come over here. Let me take that off of you. And she's like, what? You don't like it? <laughs> I, could, I could try a different color. <laughs> he's like, no, like that's fine. Okay, just come here. And she's like making it really weird. Awkward. Like she's never had sex before. It's, like, it's very, very like, isn't Joan is damn near 30. Girl, if you don't stop playing. <laughs> no swag. Like No swag. <laughs> So, you know, they sit on the bed, they talk first. The whole talking before sex, I mean, do you, but it just kind of ruins it (laughs) for me. Like, let's sit and talk about what we're about to do play by play. Let's go. Let's talk about our game plan here. Mm -hmm. Coach. And all this stuff. And Sean's like, if you don't want to do this, we really don't have to. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I want to do this. And he's like, oh, thank God. And he like jumps on her. Mm hmm immediately lays her down like and like i guess starts to to do it and mm-hmm. then it cuts and it flash forwards to when they're done post coitus mm-hmm. and he he looks so totally satisfied yep and he's like rubbing like the top of her head like this like a dog like a cat <laughs> something like that and she looks totally like disappointed she looks Fairy. annoyed um, that's going to be a gif, by the way. The whole, the head, the thing. The rubbing that's the weird. Head. Very. That is weird. And he goes, wow, you know, I never expected it to be like this. And she's like, Same. me either. <laughs> and then it cuts to the next scene. So all the girls the next day are at Joan's house and she's explaining how bad the sex was. He was terrible. What was the problem? No foreplay? No for, no after, and no during. There was no play. He just had one speed. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> she said he had one speed. And she was like, yo, I want more more finesse. She wants to make love, Etsy. Mm-hmm. Well. She wants to make love. This is a sex addict, child. You done got yourself into some shit. Now you got to teach yeah. the nigga basic shit. He, she, a lot of, a lot of men, <laughs> a lot of niggas just be like, boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, you need foreplay, right? You know that the woman needs to be aroused. 
You got to get that shit yes. wet first. You can't just be going up in there like a motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's not like that's when you know that they're all in it for themselves. They don't care about you yeah. at that point. Yeah. And yeah, he he's a grown man. She has to teach regular basic that's like high school stuff to all them bitches you don't fuck you can't in- <laughs> that's what i'm saying i told you when it's low quality girls they he was probably paying them ain't he making good yeah, money and they don't care they don't give a fuck if they're making money they don't care how fast or how terrible he is they just want to get paid at the end thanks for money so, thank you i think sir. that's what happened and um you know she talks about how there has to be a gradual uptick and it just can't be fast from start to finish mm-hmm. and maya has a, a good point she said, you know, Sean hasn't had sex in more than two years. Maybe he's rusty. Okay. Some points for me. like, don't use, don't say rusty. <laughs> okay. Can we please call it out of practice? Because there's just something you just don't want to think of as being rusty. <laughs> that visual you know, is not enticing. Yeah. Ugh. That's how you get like, what, tetanus? Mm-hmm. That's how you get tetanus. Mm-mm. Um, Jones like, maybe he was nervous. She said she was nervous, so maybe he'll be better the next time. So she decides to give him another chance. And they flip the screen, fast forward in time, and what happens? It was a no. It was even worse. It was worse. How are you going to be worse? Like, how you get worse? I was just thinking that. How? You ain't even stay neutral, Monica? Negative? (laughs) (laughs) That shit crazy. So Maya's like, I don't get it. Like, isn't he supposed to be the king of sex? That don't mean nothing. And Jill says, well, you know... He doesn't care very much about his subjects. Okay. Come on with the metaphors like this episode. And don't, well, they have to do metaphors this episode because there's so much more graphic, you know, descriptions mm-hmm. like nibbling on the nuts and sit back <laughs> and enjoy the ride and send your meat back. You never get your meat the way you want it if you, if you, don't, you don't speak, speak up. up. And, yeah. Never get that so, steak done well. But she said, like, he didn't even look her in the eye. He was looking up and away like he was trying to solve a math problem. <laughs> I was like, whoa. That's that sex addict sex. That's, that is terrible. Mm-hmm. And Tony's like, well, you know, didn't he say this was the first time he had sex tied to an emotion? She's like, yeah, so, well, he's probably never made love before. He probably doesn't know how to do it. And she's like, oh, dang. So I got a make love virgin on my hands? <laughs> Yes, you do. Because you settled for this, Joan. Mm-hmm. You did this. Yeah. You heard his story and you stuck and around. You stuck around. Now, this is what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So, okay. No, I was about to say that, like, I don't think that you need to be making love or whatever the hell that means, whatever Joan is interpreted <laughs> to be, to, to have enjoyable sex. Like, she took the shit and just went to the yeah, left with I it. Yeah, I think... What she means is, like, there has to be more involvement with your partner as opposed to I'm in it for myself. The way she makes it sound, mm-hmm. he's not thinking of her in any way. He won't even look at her. Mm-hmm. He won't even look. She may as well not even be there. Mm-hmm. She may as well be a blow-up doll. Number 164. You know? Yeah, some, he's probably thinking about number 164 right now. So she says make love, but I think what she means is let's have there be a beginning, middle, and end to this. Let's let there be a, you know you know, a appetizer, a main course and a dessert. Like let, mm-hmm. let, let it rise and fall. Mm. Not just 
up here the whole time and then we're done. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't start in the middle of the movie. You got to start at the beginning. You got to learn the characters, right? You got to learn the characters, what their motivations are. And then you get to the climax and then you find out the problem. They have to figure out the problem Mm -hmm. and then it comes down. Sometimes you got a trailer too. Before, before the movie. Oh, a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got a trailer, you know, just we got to, it has to be an experience and it's not an experience. So they, they make a dog reference about how to train your dog. Oh, mm-hmm. men love to be taught, especially mm. if you reward them after every little trick. <laughs> <laughs> and if he doesn't get it right the first time, just rub his nose in it. <laughs> it's actually really funny. <laughs> Jones like, but isn't that why black men don't date black women? Because they come on too strong? Is it? Isn't, wouldn't that be me telling him what to do and coming on too strong? I'm like, uh, no. Um. And if he thinks that... He's not Joe, the one for you. Do you want to get yours or not? You making all these motherfucking excuses, <laughs> yeah. like girl. Yeah, no, you have to speak up. Like this isn't something where you go, "Oh my god, am I too strong?" Oh god, no. This is a reason. This is a good reason to speak up. But who said that? I don't know. Who said that? Some of the stuff that I be hearing in this show, I'm just like, where the fuck did <laughs> I get this shit from? Where they got that from? I don't know, Joe. That must be from Joan's pea-brained mind. <laughs> Love you, Joan. <laughs> But the girls go through what they like in bed, each one. And Tony says she likes to be kissed the whole time, from top to bottom, Mm. everywhere, Ah. the whole time. And Maya says she likes her name whispered, and she demonstrates. I like to hear my name whispered softly. Maya. 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 It's so funny that they made her do that as an actor in the scene, because, like... I know the table read was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she gets into it, like... <laughs> she really gets into it. And she also says she likes to keep her socks on because she can't get hot if she's cold. Hmm, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Lynn likes a curious mind. She loves a brilliant man. Uh, but a curious tongue is even better. <laughs> that was funny but she's still having problems with the issue and how to tell Sean because Joan just can't get over a problem that quickly so we have to drag it out for another what 10 minutes Mm -hmm. something like that and she says she's even scared to tell people when her her order's wrong at restaurants she's afraid to send her food back there's a lot of people like that well I mean there's a reason I mean they could spit in your food I mean I think if you you say it like you know nicely I'm not out here sending my food back all the time but I've done it a few times like oh this isn't really what I expected you know is it you put on your little you put your white voice on you kind of do when you're talking about the food girl you gotta put on the white the baby voice the um do it again do the white voice um this isn't really what I expected is it (laughs) is there something else possibly maybe if it doesn't bother you too much you know you gotta Sneak that shit in there, like until you get a waitress that's like, mm, I read through the subtext. I know what you mean. She trying to, uh huh. I know that trick too. You know, I'm spit right in this phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been like that where I've been afraid to like send my food back before because you know the angry black woman stereotype. But at the end of the day, you're paying you're for that paying food for that and shit. it's your experience. And that's what you're putting in your Why body? would you want to eat something that's terrible that you're paying for? So Maya says, girl, if you don't talk to Sean about this, you're never going to get your meat the way you like it. Mm. 
sex. Mm-hmm. And that can you can use that for any way, anything, not just sex, not just food. Closed mouths don't get fed. Greasy Will gets the loudest non-greasy wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the loudest wheel gets the grease. <laughs> That's it. That's the thing. The loudest wheel. The loudest wheel gets the grease. Something like that. Y'all know the visual, right? The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm. There it is. I knew it, it would pop up. It would pop up. So we're at Dr. Dunn's office finally. We've heard about the wonderful Dr. Dunn. That is the gynecologist that Tony referred Maya to, that she goes to. And uh, apparently Angela Bassett, uh, Jada Pinkett, and Halle Berry all go there as well. Mm-hmm. So she's a big deal. Yes. She's a big deal. She 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 definitely facilitates that A-list Hollywood pussy. Yes, she does. <laughs> Tony's all up in the appointment room. Like, she's all up in the room, the examination room no. at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm like, huh? Why? <laughs> Even pre-COVID, that's... um That's weird. That's really weird. But um, she talks about how she saw Angela Bassett in the waiting room and asked Dr. Dunn about it. And it's like, what's she doing here? What is she getting done? Girl, um, I can't tell you that. Yeah, why would you even ask that? She crazy. And Dr. Dunn's like, no, we're here to talk about Miss Wilkes today. And then Tony's like, well, go ahead and just email me later about it. <laughs> what? Is that y'all's rapport? They must is that be what y'all close. do? Yo, we about to get Dr. Dunn fired if she out here doing that. But Dr. Dunn is played by uh, former Attorney General Jocelyn Elders. And she came through to uh, act as the doctor and possibly break HIPAA. So, (laughs) shout out to you. (laughs) So, uh, the diagnosis after the examination of Maya uh, is that she has a fibroid. Mm. But it's benign. It's, It's most likely benign. It doesn't appear cancerous. And it's like, Maya wasn't even thinking about cancer, so she's flipping out. Did you just say cancer? Mm-hmm. Which, okay, that's legit. But she's saying they tend to be benign and are very common in African-American women. Mm-hmm. This is a PSA as part of the episode. So Pretty much, little yeah. little gym drops that they're, they're trying to tell their audience here. Uh, Dr. Dunn says that it also could be associated with diet and stress. <laughs> and Antonia's like, and my- girl, I told you to stop eating all that fried food. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Maya's like, you see? You see what I deal with, Dr. Dunn? You see what I deal with? I got one even worse at where I work. Mm-hmm. She's talking about Joan. And Maya starts talking about conspiracy shit. She's like, this is a CIA trying to keep black women from having children. They're putting something in the tap water, aren't they, doctor? I haven't heard about anything in the water. Well, I, I don't think it's that deep, but there, you're, you're it, there, totally. This is your mindset. right? There here. is something to what she's saying about what they put in our neighborhoods as far as the food, the alcohol, the liquor shops, all of that shit shall continue. Well, yeah. That's why that's why you don't see like very many um, like Whole Foods type of mm-hmm. grocery stores in the black neighborhoods. You don't see a lot of vegan places in the black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I live in a black neighborhood and we have checkers. We have McDonald's. Mm-hmm. We have Domino's. We have that type of food. And I can't even I have to order meals from a service to get those kind of meals mm-hmm. sent to me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually quite sad. Mm-hmm. They don't think of us as human enough to even put those type of restaurants in our neighborhood because they're afraid they won't get patronized. Mm-hmm. So, Come on, it is sad. It? So, I mean, she could be onto something. <laughs> so the doctor decides to uh, recommend hormone therapy. And Maya says, nah, 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 because I had an aunt 
that had hormone therapy and she ended up with a mustache. <laughs> really? Really? That happened? I that mean, happen? with an imbalance. Yeah, estrogen. And... I guess. Because I was like, you're getting estrogen. You're not getting testosterone. Maybe they gave the... Uh, no. <laughs> the aunt uh, the wrong thing? <laughs> <laughs> and then the doctor's like, well, you know, if you don't want to get the hormone therapy, the next option could be surgery. Hell no! <laughs> Wait, what? I heard that. What I said surgery. Uh-uh. Why? You better get that therapy, girl. Stop playing. Well, she says, uh, or well, then on second thought, I might look cute with a little handlebar mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Why not surgery? What's wrong with surgeries? I just, when it comes to surgery, I just feel like um, before that, try, try whatever else they're recommending before niggas is going into your body with... I mean, the hormones is going into your body. Yeah, but when you're talking about a, a, a surgical people. procedure with people, girl, try... Yeah, they can leave try, stuff in your body. Yeah. They can leave, leave tools and stuff in you. That shit, <laughs> child. I'm, Leaving gauze and hamburgers from their I'm lunch meat. I'm telling you, like, all that corona. <laughs> so, Joan and William are at 847 restaurant, and, you know, she's talking about her whole situation with Sean, with William trying to get like advice and see if uh, he knows how to talk to a a man that has an issue in bed, so she approaches it by saying this this question. She says, uh, "How would you want a woman to tell you that you're not satisfying her in bed?" And William's like, "Oh my God, what's Yvonne tell you?" Uh, William, I'm sure that's not the first time somebody would have told you that um, you ain't putting in that work. I don't know, man, because apparently Big Willie's doing his thing around here in these streets. <laughs> Big Willie? You, Big Willie's out here. <laughs> he got the game on lock from what we heard in the previous episode. So. From Yvonne. So, Joan's like, no, that's nothing. Like, she didn't say anything to me. And at that moment, we get a, a tap on Joan's shoulder. And it's obviously who? Oh, girl from Moesha in the Parkers, Nisi. <laughs> It's Char Jackson, but they don't talk to her initially. She taps, and I think she asks for um, ketchup. ketchup, and they give her the ketchup, and then they're back to the conversation. So they don't even engage with her mm-hmm. initially. And so they keep talking about Sean. Joan asks, you know, how she can tell Sean that she's not getting enough attention in bed. And then here comes William with his generalizations about women. Mm-hmm. Women. You make guys expend so much energy trying to get you in bed, it's no wonder we don't have anything to give you once we get you there. Speak for yourself. <laughs> he says, that's why I like my Yvonne. She's easy. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, she's your girlfriend. Right. Go ahead and talk about her how you want. And at that point, Char Jackson, who plays Nisi on, well, Moesha and the Parkers, yeah. Mm-hmm. She turns around again to give them the ketchup back. And then they still don't talk to her. It's just... They just show her there. Like, we know as an audience who she is, Mm -hmm. but they just aren't, like, talking to her. So they turn back, and William says, you know, you should tell Sean by using the hands-on approach. Maybe a game, a follow the leader. Mm -hmm. What is he, five? He says, uh, maybe a multimedia presentation. What? Like a PowerPoint? William, if you don't get your ass, this nigga want to create PowerPoint. He's talking about his lawyer stuff. Fucking spreadsheets. And that's when Char Jackson turns around and she's like, listen. Not to be eavesdropping, but I was listening in and uh, overheard your conversation. Uh, hi, I'm Nisi. <laughs> hi, Nisi. How you doing? Um, 
You know, I told my boyfriend once that he wasn't good in bed. Was it good in bed? How older are you? I don't think that's any of your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this conversation is your business? Well, I mean, as loud as you were talking, I figured it was an open forum. My bad. Okay. So then she's like, well, can you just pass the mustard? And Joan gets the mustard to pass it to her. And she's about to turn around and end the conversation. But then she turns back and she's like, well, actually, what did your boyfriend tell you when you told him about his uh, game in bed? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, wow. Who's in whose business now? Uh, That's when we go to the next scene. We don't see the information exchanged after that. I like that cute cameo. That was a cute one. I like that. I, I want them to do more of that. They will later on in other seasons. But I like that a lot. I like the shared universe thing. Mm-hmm. It's really... It warms my heart. <laughs> so uh, next we're back at Joan's room with Sean and Joan. And they're playing Scrabble. Like one of the whitest um, board games mm-hmm. ever. Like who, what black people plays Scrabble by themselves? Well, no whites involved. <laughs> <laughs> no whites? And you're just playing Scrabble by yourself? <laughs> but she couldn't tell him what was going on over Uno. True. Like the she same needed way. the words to spell it out. Yeah, she needed to spell I it see out. what you did there, Joan. So Sean stops the game because he's looking at the words and he's like, hold up, what's what's going on? Like, why are we playing games here? <laughs> he notices all the words uh, that Joan has come up with are sexual. Mm-hmm. Like fondue, which is supposed to be fondle, but she used the L for lick. And then there is uh, foreplay, mm-hmm. caress, nibble. Nibble. And I love Joan's outfit here, by the way. Super um, cute. It's very, like, it's so early 2000s with the uh, boot cut pants. Like, you're sitting at home, but you still want to look cute at home. Mm-hmm. Not quite pajamas, but not quite out outside wear. It's like that middle ground. Mm. But she, she talks about the words, and, you know, she at first doesn't want to say anything because she feels like she would be emasculating him. Joan thinks everything is emasculating. Girl, if you don't speak up and tell us She nigga. always worries about those type of things. Yeah, it's super About weird. other people's feelings too much as opposed to her own. And as a lawyer, like, you'd think that she'd be over that type of thing? Like, do you worry about mm. people's feelings when you are interrogating people? I don't know. Mm. Super weird. Good call. But she's like, they're not just words, they're actions. And actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, you never say what you mean. Why not just try to be direct with me? Okay. Yep. Okay. So then she drops the truth. She's like, I don't want you to have sex with me. I want you to make love to me. Mm. And what does he say? You remember what he says? No. What does he say? He says, aren't those the same thing? Oh, yes. Oh, my. And that made me cringe. I was like, oh, no, it's not, Mr. 300. It's not. I think a lot of dudes think that, obviously. That's why they put that line in there. And that's why the audience laughed like that. Because I think that's a that's a general thing. Nigga, you know that shit ain't the same thing. <laughs> Playing stupid. But he seems kind of upset. Like, when she actually tells him, like, yo, I'm not. She's like, I'm not being satisfied in bed. Sean, you're disconnected from me in bed. You never look me in the eyes. You never say my name. You never take the scenic route. He talking about, well, I ain't never had no complaints before because them bitches ain't give a fuck. They're probably getting paid. They didn't care. Yeah. They just wanted the money at the end of the night. They didn't care. So, you know, he's like, you know, he seems kind of upset and she apologized. She's like, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry I had to say that. And he's like, yeah, it's really hard for me to hear. Oh, Sean. Oh. It's, hard. it's also hard for Joan to experience. <laughs> yes. Sean. But he, you know, he takes a deep breath and he's like, okay, then teach me. I'm willing to learn. And she's like, okay, go over there. She points to the foot of the bed. <laughs> Joan is mad awkward. Like, I just This is weird. Like, I was watching this episode with my sister like an hour ago or not maybe not earlier today and when that part came up my sister's like awkward because <laughs> it's just like here we go about to do another performance mm-hmm. um he's like you want to do it on the floor and she's like no go over there stand over there Make it so a he movie. goes and stands over by the foot of the bed and they stand about six feet apart and they just have their hands at their side and they're just staring at each other she doesn't tell them what's happening next they're just staring and he says, is this going to eventually lead to us uh, naked with our clothes off and everything? She's like, eventually. It looks like one of those acting exercises you do to try to get comfortable with your acting partner. To up. To feel mm-hmm. a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, it's another example of them being an acting-ass couple. Making a movie like, show. this is their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Extra. what is this? So they're doing their performance piece. And they finally walk together and hold hands. And look into each other's eyes again and she takes his hand and puts it on her fondue fondue <laughs> if you know what i mean and she wants to show him how to uh fondue her mm-hmm. <laughs> i wrote that in my notes just like that <laughs> go ahead joan you better take control of your sexuality he, she puts his hand right there and it's like this is where i want you to start so then that that scene ends and I think our final scene is them at the office. Mm-hmm. Joan is coming back from what we think is a meeting. She had been there for two hours. Mm-hmm. And Maya's talking to her. Where you been? she's like, yeah, like, what's up? What's been going on? You know, I had this, she's like, oh, I had this meeting, whatever. And she notices that Joan's. Her top. Like, the back. It's unzipped. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah. It must have been a great meeting. So I guess her and Sean had a quickie during lunch or whatever. Drink her meeting. Is that what y'all are doing now? I don't know. Can he do that? The meeting is like two hours. That's not a quirky. If, Whatever. if she was with him the whole time. But Maya goes in her office and talks about, you know, going to the doctors with Tony instead of her. And Joan's like, it's cool, you know. Dr. Dunn was my doctor first. And, you know, it's cool. It's great that you're being taken care of. And she mentions that she's going with the hormone treatments. So that's where she's going to you know start. She's not going to do the uh, surgery and then after that she's gonna see what the next step's gonna be so Yay! good for her good for, for Maya she figured out her problem and hopefully she's in the up and up side note I really love this um, this lip color on Maya it, it really complements her skin tone and her hair very well it's like a brick burgundy-ish red yeah super yeah. pretty I saw that it's a very warm color mm-hmm. there's a lot of warm colors on this show that they use for Maya I feel like mm-hmm. even with her hair yeah it's like a brownish, reddish kind of like almost gingery fall. fall. Yeah, um, Joan says that she will be there for for Maya, and mentions that you know she can have one, two, three, four, five kids if she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Maya's like, yo, this ain't no Play-Doh Fun Factory. Okay. This is my uterus we're talking about. And when you say the word uterus, apparently Williams, bitch William ass. walks on in. It's He's around like- the corner. That's the fucking Batman call for his ass. 
Wow, sounds. I'll do ya. <laughs> Is that his catchphrase forever? Yes. His catchphrase. I'll do now. ya. I'll do ya. <laughs> so, yeah, he's once again acting like a kid because he heard the word uterus. Mm-hmm. And I think he just runs out. And that's the end of the episode. But he needs to man up. He really needs to man up. Yeah. If you're going to be friends with women, man up. I mean, if you're going to be a human being in general, are you not going to get married and have kids and all that other stuff? Like, are you an idiot, William? Yeah, he's just an immature guy. That's all. I, I don't I don't think men really are like that. I hope not. <laughs> but what is your oh hell yes moment? So my oh hell yes moment was when Maya asked Tony to lunch and Tony offered to pay for Maya's GYN visit. And then they had their whole bonding moment in the GYN office. Oh, my God. You know what? That's a really good one. That is really good. And I I was kind of stuck. And I didn't... See, that didn't stand out to me as an oh, hell yes moment, even though that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it took me a minute to figure out what it was. I had to watch it a few times to figure out what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I think you you picked one better than mine. But uh, mine is when uh, Maya tells Joan, if you if you don't ever speak up, you ain't never going to get your meat the way you like it. OK, I had that because, as an honorable mention. Like, OK, 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 good. that can work in any setting, not just the restaurant, not just with your sex life and work with your friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good way to think when especially as black women, mm-hmm. you know, because they like to they like to tell us if we if we ask something like that, if we get assertive or speak up about what we want, that we're angry or whatever. And Joan kind of almost falls into that. She does mention that. Mm-hmm. But we need to get over that. Don't do that. Because it's your life and you only got one of them. So. If you want something the way you want it, you have to say something. You can't just let it pass. In the hair salon, I know I, I know some of y'all girls, mm. y'all be quiet when you be wanting to ask questions in the hair salon. Don't do that. Don't do that. Speak up. You feeling them braids? You like, oh, girl. Mm-mm. I ask for knotless You're- braids, ma'am. Not the ones with the balls in the front. Tell her to take that shit out and do it over. <laughs> yeah. Because you might be sitting there being like, dang, I don't want to hurt this hairstylist's feelings. But you know whose feelings going to be hurt if you walk out in public looking dumb? You exactly so and paid for the shit thank you for coming to to Nettie and Etsy's TED Talk hey (laughs) go ahead and take that information take that advice and go out into life with it in 2021 (laughs) so next episode friends colleagues brothers Um, I remember this episode being ugh uncomfortable just simply because it's um Joan being treated like well she is the only woman in the firm so they treat her that way and we gotta talk about it we gotta talk about sexism we we gotta talk about it you know it still happens to this day so Mm -hmm. we'll be talking about that next week make sure you rate subscribe and talk to us at hell yes girl um anything else Etsy? nope thank you guys for listening meet us back here next Wednesday for friends colleagues brothers deuces deuces